Just go, people. Just go. Don't let perfection kill all your hopes and dreams. And I'm saying this as much to you as I am to myself. This is a really big one for me. And this is not about putting crappy work out there. This is just thinking that you need everything to be pretty, pretty perfect before you begin. You don't. Hello, ladies. Welcome to the Jen Marple Show Summer Series. I'm replaying several of my very favorite solo podcast episodes featuring my top tips for success in business and life. These are short episodes filled with easy and actionable life and business advice that you can apply to your life right away. I firmly believe that these tips will help you rock and roll this summer and help you slay all the beautiful things you're working on today and help you plan for the future. Happy summer, ladies, and happy, happy listening. Hello and welcome to the Jen Marple Show. Wanted to leave you all with my top 10 tips if you are thinking about pivoting in your career and or if you are wanting to start something new. Wanted to give you something tangible to sort of clamp on to. Just let it sit there and see if this will help you because I know there's so many of you wanting to start or try something new. So number one, you don't have to quit everything full stop to pursue whatever it is that you want to pursue, unless you are 100% ready to do it. I don't want anyone to put themselves in financial harm's way and or rush into something before they're ready. I also don't want you to sit on any ideas too long. So there is a delicate balance. It's finding the time that you're ready to try something, but also not sitting on it too long so you don't take any action. Just get your house in order, look at your finances, you know, look around and see what makes sense and then proceed accordingly. So the key tip here is go when it feels ready, but don't put yourself in harm's way or make things a little bit too risky. Just really know your numbers, know what you can accomplish. Everyone's situation is different. So just kind of get the house in order. And then number two, take it out for a spin. You don't have to quit everything full stop. You can try something on the side. And that also allows you not to put too much pressure on your sort of side business. And that is what I did for the past couple of years. I was still consulting, doing my PR and marketing, and I was testing the waters with events and talking to women, starting to post on Instagram, starting to kind of claim what my true passion is, and that's helping all of you. And then as I took more action and took more action, then it was clear, and then I was ready to make my leap. So I want all of you to take action, 100% yes, take action if there's something burning, but you can go at a pace that makes sense for you as well as not putting the pressure on yourself. Because I know so many of us are really high achievers and it's like, wait a minute, I'm starting something new. I'm not making a million dollars yet. What? That can be jarring. So just take that pressure away and just try something on the side. Keep taking small actions. It might be taking a class. It might just be claiming this is what you're doing to a few people and then see how it goes. And then it will build from there. If you are leaving, say, some type of a firm and you're starting your own consulting business, that's a little bit different because you are just going from working, like that's what I did for many, many years. I worked at big corporate multinational PR firms. I left and then I started my own PR firm. And then when I shut that PR firm down, I just 
quietly went into consulting because I didn't want to have a big company. I didn't want to have a big team and all of that. That's going to be a little bit easier to do than if you are wanting to try something completely different. So just know where you are, recognize where you are, just start doing something, start small, take it out for a spin, see how it feels, and then plan from there. Number three, and this is really important, trust your inner knowing. I know there's a tendency to go out there and ask a million people for their opinions. Like, what do you think? What do you think? What should I do? What should I do? Do you think I'd be good at this? Do you think I'd be good at that? Ask yourself the question. You know, you already know the answer. If you want to get feedback from people, say on a service or maybe a product, that's something different. Trust your inner knowing on the path you want to take. The entrepreneur books are filled with stories of people who are talked out of their great ideas only to do their idea, which turned into something incredible. Only you know what's right for you. So trust your inner knowing. Number four, get help from other people, coaches, other business owners. Tap into help that's all around you. If you have a friend doing something, maybe she had a PR firm and she's consulting, ask her how she did it. If you have a friend who has a food business, ask her, what's it like? What are the challenges? What are the ups and downs? What's the financial commitment on average to get started? Start digging around for information so you don't go into anything blind. And you can also do a lot, obviously do a lot of research, but really tap into that network that you have somebody's got to be in that network. And if there isn't anyone in your immediate network, find someone. Someone's going to have a friend or an old colleague that is doing what you would like to be doing. Tap into them. People like to help. Don't make it harder on yourself. Get the help if you need it. Number five, take a small step right now. Take one small step right now. Maybe sending an email to somebody. Hey, I'm going to explore interior design. I know you're designing your house. Can I help you do X, Y, Z, or do something like take a class, take a class on what was I just thinking? I was watching sex in the city and Miranda is taking a class on like social justice. So she's like pivoting in her legal career. Same type of thing. Take a class on social justice. Or if you were considering say coaching, go sign up for a class. If you were considering sort of restarting something that you were in many, many moons ago and you want to re-engage with that. Find somebody who's still working at that company or somebody you know in your network and ask to pick their brain. Ask to see how it is. Are there classes I need to take? Are there new certifications I need? Just ask for help if you need it and then take those small steps. So they can be itty bitty steps too. It can just be posting on your Instagram. Hey, I do PR by day and I teach yoga by night and I'm going to do a Zoom class tonight at six o'clock. Who wants to join me? Don't overthink it. Just take one small step and see where it goes. Number six, and this is important. Find your why. Why do you want to start your business? Whatever that is. Why? So ask yourself why. Who do I want to help? Why do I want to do this? What's this going to serve in my life? Is this my life's mission? It doesn't have to be your life's mission. You can have a simple why. I need to make money because I just got divorced. That's a good enough why. Your why could be, I want to make the world a better place and help women in need. It's a great why. 
Only you know your why, but really be clear on what it is. And just know too, and this is the coaching part of me, you can still be true to your core values, even if you are not, say, working or working in your career or starting a business that you don't think is serving like the greater good. Like you don't have to help orphans if you need to make money. You can, you know, help the orphans on the side, but you can absolutely be true to your core values. Cause one of your core values, if you are a mom and say you are divorced or you've lost your husband, something's happened. You need to put food on the table for your kids. That's a core value providing for your family. So you don't have to overthink that piece of it, that it needs to be some great, there needs to be a great higher purpose. For a lot of us, there is. And a lot of us are trying to find ways to do that. For many others, it's not so clear. But what is clear is that you need to start something. And that's your why. I need to put food on the table. Great. Do that. Stabilize, get that going, and then reevaluate, reexamine in a year or two. And I do have this conversation with a lot of women who really are putting a lot of pressure on themselves to find their why and do this and do that. And then they've got, you know, mouths to feed, or maybe there was a unexpected expense for a medical something or other, you know, things come up, races, whatever the heck it is. There's always things that pop up. Don't put pressure on yourself that your why has to be for the greater good. You can kind of tuck that away and do that, say, put that in in air quotes, you know, the greater good, tuck that away, do a little of that on the side to fill up your soul, if you will, not that you're going to do something soul crushing. But if you need to simply get something going that you know you're good at something and you're going to get paid for it, go for it. That's your why. Number seven, define and understand and really know who you are serving via your product or your service. Get very clear on that early. Identify your ideal customer and don't stray from that at the beginning. I'm not saying you can't expand. You know, people talk about niching down and being really specific and your niche could be a little bit bigger than the, the normal or it could be really, 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 really specific. Mine, I feel like is specific, but it's actually quite large. It's Midlife women. Well, if I'm saying Gen X, that's, I think it's something like 30 or 40 million women. So maybe that's not really niching down, but I've identified that's who I'm serving. And so everything I do, I put through the lens of that's who I'm serving. You guys, if it doesn't serve you, I'm not going to do it. So just go through that exercise early. So you're not going out there kind of throwing things against the board, wondering if it's going to stick. Really focus on who that is and then ask those people for input on whatever it is that you want to do. Number eight, understand and appreciate what it takes to start something new. If you've never run a business before, you've never been an entrepreneur, it does take a lot of time. Normal jobs take a lot of time, but there's something a little bit different about being an entrepreneur and starting a business. It's pretty nonstop. You've got to be driven to do it. No one's going to be there to kick your ass to get stuff done. It's going to be all on you, 100% on you to make decisions, to get things done, to steer the company, to steer whatever it is. Maybe you're a one-person show. Maybe you need to hire people to help you, whatever. The point is, at the end of the day, it's you. That can be very stressful. So understand that it it does take a certain mindset to work for yourself. 
And sometimes I forget that because I have been working for myself for almost 20 years and that's just who I am and how I'm wired. And I'm not saying you can't do it, of course, but this is where sort of that other piece of advice of taking things out for a spin, seeing how that goes. It's a great way to test that entrepreneurial muscle and see if you like it. You might like it on the side. You might go, oh, my thing on the side is great. It fills me up. I can keep my nine to five. I can do this other thing on the side. I'm going to make extra money doing it. I'm going to have fun, et cetera, et cetera. Or you go, oh, this is great. I'm all in. I see value in having flexibility, but I know I'm going to be working all the time, but I found my purpose and my passion. I'm going all in. Boom. Okay, great. You're ready to rock. So just think about it and don't put pressure on yourself. Think about it. It's not for everyone, but nothing's for everyone. So, and something might work for you at one point in time in your life, and then it might not work again in another point in time in your life. The point here is just be cognizant of what it does take to work for yourself and that the buck stops with you and only you. Number nine, for any woman wanting to start something new or pivot, it's very important to look at your network and see who's in the network. And look who's in your sort of support circle. It can be hard to go at it alone and not have sort of a sounding board. So it's important for all of us to have these sounding boards. It can be former colleagues. It can be new friends and contacts that you make via networking groups, industry groups. There are a lot of business networking groups you can join. There are women in your life right now who would probably welcome the chance to sort of network and engage on a different level. So not really a social level, but more of a, here's what I want to do. Here's what I'm thinking. And I'll give myself as an example. I've reconnected with so many different people. And a lot of these women, some I've known for a while, some are brand new, have become a big support and I never would have met them unless I put myself out there. I met them in a mastermind group that I took and they have since become this great support. So we are there for each other for accountability and hey, did you start this thing? Hey, did you do that thing? So it doesn't have to cost a lot of money. It doesn't actually have to cost any money at all. But the key here is to expand the network, look around, see who's already in your network and then create some type of a group, informal or formal, or it could just be with one other person and just be sort of, you know, how people have workout buddies, be a bu- have a business buddy. Hey, did you start this this week? You guys can meet once a week, once every two weeks. So you have somebody that holds you accountable. It is hard to do it on your own. Number 10, just go people, just go. Don't let perfection kill all your hopes and dreams. And I'm saying this as much to you as I am to myself. This is a really big one for me. And this is not about putting crappy work out there. This is just thinking that you need everything to be pretty, pretty perfect before you begin. You don't. All right. I've started two businesses now. And my first business, I started without even a business card. I just got in contact with somebody, had coffee. Oh, okay, you need PR help. This is how I started my PR firm. And then I was in business. I had my clients first and I built my business on the backside. Same thing now with my podcast and with everything else I'm doing. 
I didn't start and labor over logos and websites and this, that, and the other to get started. I just got started. And by just getting started, it builds momentum. And then you have more clarity. And then you're like, oh, I think I like this. I like that. And then you can start building the foundational pieces behind it. For some of you, you might need a couple things in place before you can get going. But I'm telling you, by and large, even if you're going to produce a product, which is a little more labor and capital intensive, you can still get started by claiming to yourself that that's what you're going to do and just get going by connecting and networking with people, taking things out for a spin, testing products, just get going. And then you can build things on the backside. The whole point is don't let perfection kill your dreams before they even begin. It happens to the best of us. You're waiting for things to be perfect. You're waiting to feel like I'm confident. You're waiting, 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 and you never take action. Just start going. And then you're going to get clarity as you go and you can build things on the backside. And let me tell you, once you get a client or once you get a customer, you will make miracles happen because you've got somebody new that you've got a service and boom, you've got contracts, you've got this, you've got that, you've got stuff in place. All right. I hope that was helpful. I could go on and on and on, but I think 10 tips is enough for one podcast episode. And these are really just the top 10, the things I I think I talk about the most and I want to share the most and I think are going to be the most impactful. And they're very top line. We're not getting into nitty gritty details here about running a business. That's for another time. This is very top line. If you're thinking about getting something going or pivoting, please reflect on these top 10 items. All right. Again, I'm here to help you. If you have any questions, always reach out. Let me know at Jen Marples on Instagram. I'm easy to find. And I hope you have a fabulous day. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to find out more about how I can help you with your business or life, or you'd like to know more about this podcast, please visit my website at www.jenmarples.com. And if you sign up for my newsletter, I've got two free juicy gifts for you. My stepping into the spotlight guide, if you're ready to be seen and heard in your business, and my 12 steps to pivot guide, if you're itching for a change, but don't know where to begin. Finally, I'd love to connect with you on socials. So please follow me at Jen Marples on Instagram, LinkedIn, or TikTok, and let me know you listen to the show. Nothing makes me happier than connecting with you, dear listener. Have a beautiful day.